0: Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silter Har Mazda, a no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wild Card Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce.
1: Welcome back, Morning Drive. When I say welcome back, I'm continuing this from yesterday. Because to me, it's like a show that never ends. It is. At least in my head, as long as I'm on my medication, it doesn't necessarily feel that way. It's truly the never-ending story. That's right. The show is always going on in my head. My team of therapists has told me <laughs> it's okay. But think of all the different voices you get to hear and listen to. I know, with all the different accents. It's one all good. Of, one of them is Scottish, and it drives me nuts. Oh, crap. You can, No, so you know, you can't do that. You can't say that. Because oh. we know what that is. I suppose with the FCC, you can say that. I can say... Uh, We shite, and no one's going to know. You might know, but I can say shite on the air if I want to. But when you say crap, everybody knows what it is, especially when you're trying to do a really bad, fat bastard impersonation from one of the Austin Powers movies.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's actually probably more from Saturday Night Live. It's not scottish, it's
1: crap. Well, that is Mike Myers who, right, who played did. that yeah, character. Exactly. By the way, if you are interested in a great auction today, how do you like that segue? Well done. Okay. And you can reach us on the roller auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. There's an auction for computers, thousands of sports cars, golf equipment, bicycles, Apple TVs, workout equipment, and more auction is open right now. RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Uh, Let's just take a a minute or two to recognize, once again, Nikola Jokic's greatness, hitting another game-winning shot, top-of-the-key three-pointer. And now he has a triple-double against every single team in the league outside of the Washington
2: Yeah, it's pretty remarkable, isn't it? But, man, those moments are just – the moments are made for him. He's made for the moments. It's this incredible synergy of <laughs> put the guy out there and eight times out of ten, he's going to deliver for you. And I'm talking about in high leverage, high intensity, um, key moments of a game to hit shots that he does.
1: There are, there it's are, remarkable. There are more than a few teams in the league that have a guy who want and can't hit the final shot. Mm -hmm. For many years the Nuggets did not have that guy in between Mello and essentially Jamal Murray Jokic. There was a pretty sizable gap there. Not only did they not have that guy, but they did not have that guy who wanted to take the shot. Now they have two of them. Yeah, they do. You're right. And Murray and Jokic. Mm -hmm. With that, time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and
0: Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver,
1: Longmont, Lions, and Estes Park. Todd Helton voted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. So, Todd, how'd you feel when that phone rang? I, I, I was pretty nervous.
0: Um, I just, um, I, I really didn't think the phone was going to ring. And when it rang, I was, uh, yeah, I was still in shock. Um, when it said Hall of Fame on it, I was uh, very happy and you know, it's this is something you don't play for, but you, obviously, it's the, the greatest um, it's the greatest award you can have as a
2: baseball player. I I thought it was interesting. You you could tell well, obviously, it means a lot to anyone who is touched by it. Uh, you don't get to be a Hall of Famer every day, uh, but I thought it was very interesting how he went on later on in his somewhere in his interviews yesterday and said, you know, I had two hours of physical therapy. I kept away from everything. I, I just, I just, it, 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 the day was long and there's obviously a lot of anxiousness. So he just kind of separated himself from it. Didn't uh, supposedly, according to him, take any peeks to find out what percentages were, how things were trending. But then when you have the moment, it's, uh, even when you, when you think it might come, the surprise and what it means to a player becomes really very wonderfully self-evident and so different from every player from one player to another. And as, and you're a guy that covered him and have, has experience with him. I'm not, I'm a guy that watched his career from the outside looking in, but even guys like us can be touched by that because it's, a cool thing for a human being to be honored that way, to be bestowed that kind of honor, which is so rare, and to see what it really means to them all of these years after they got done playing. Did you watch the announcement live? No, I no, because we got word of the picks before the announcement. So the announcement wasn't technically—well, It the announcement was live, but we knew— it had started to leak, and so I was already out on the set. So I saw everything up to the announcement and then everything after it, but I was did on the How you find set. out? Major League Baseball was tweeting
1: it. Tweeted out who made the Hall of Fame before the actual announcement. That, is cor- that would be correct. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it was interesting. So, Wasn't expecting it. So I am watching it live, and they announce Adrian Beltre first. And I have made it abundantly clear and obvious. I am not a fan of Todd Helton as a human being. Mm -hmm. First one to tell you that. And I'm watching. And after they're done with Adrian Beltre, the guy who's making the announcement said he played his entire career with one team. And all I thought was, wow, he's going to get in. And then he follows with, he played with this team for 15 years. (laughs) And I thought, That's Joe Mauer. The math isn't right. (laughs) I'm thinking that's because I know for Todd, it is 17. In this case, it's 15 for Joe Mauer. I'm like, okay, well, maybe, just maybe. And then when he started in on Todd, played his entire career with one team. I told you, I don't like Todd Helton. Mm -hmm. I got goosebumps. Yeah. I got chills. Because I'm thinking, for as much as I don't like him, good for him. Yeah. Seriously. That's how I felt. Good for him. It
2: is a moment that can never be replicated. You only have it once. It's very rare for anyone to have it. We've talked about the Baseball Hall of Fame still to this day is the hardest one really to get in. Hell, the, I mean, the Basketball Hall of Fame, they're they're basically printing invitations. Right. Uh, the NFL is, is obviously a little more exclusive, but the... Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. And, and look, the way that it's been voted over the years and the baseball writers and the idiosyncrasies that they have and, and, and the, the weirdness of, of the votes. Um, I mean, Babe Ruth didn't get 100% of the vote. I mean, th- think about
1: that. T- right. n- nobody did in, until... Well, think about this for a second. Joe Maurer is as, a, as much of a slam dunk... Is anyone who has gone into the Hall Mm -hmm. of Fame? Considering when you look at his entire—oh my God, yes—as a a hitting catcher, wow! But you have these a holes, these some of these baseball writers, and yes, I'm going to make it personal. Some of them who can't dress are slobs, were the losers in high school, who were never the popular kids, who want to prove a point. By not putting somebody on a first ballot because they just don't want to. I found it interesting. Todd Helton got a bigger percentage yeah. of the vote than Joe Maurer. And the reason is, well, I don't know. I don't know if somebody should go in on the first ballot because first ballot means something. You know what? Clean, clean the spaghetti stain off your shirt. OK, <laughs> learn how to dress and vote for the guy. If he belongs in To n- next time, he belongs in now. If Joe Maurer did not get in on this ballot, he would have gotten 95% of the votes. But it's these type of writers that hold out on that stuff. Did I just make it personal? Yeah, I did. Because you weren't the popular kid, and Joe Maurer's the popular kid, so you're not going to give him his due. Well, he got his due because he got in on the first ballot. And good for him. And good for him is right. By the way, so at yesterday's Zoom press conference, I was a part of it. And I'm like, there's one thing I really do want to ask Helton. Mm -hmm. And some schmuck beat me to the punch. And I say that jokingly. Yeah. Because at least the question was answered. What I wanted to ask him was this. Back in 2007, Helton reluctantly agreed to a trade with the Boston Red Sox, but it did fall through Mm -hmm. because the Red Sox and the Rockies could not agree on who the pitchers would be in the deal. By the way, Dan O'Dowd, who was doing the negotiating Mm -hmm. on this deal, will be joining us at 8 o'clock to talk about Todd going into the Hall of Fame. With that, they couldn't agree on the players involved. So the question was, the question I wanted to ask, but somebody else fortunately did ask was, how did Todd feel how does he feel now that the trade fell through?
0: You know, obviously we ended up playing the Red Sox in the World Series, and they, they throttled us. But, um, but I think making it with the team that I struggled with and and and, and watched build, help build, and um, you know put my heart and soul into um, um, for for all those years. I mean, losing in the World Series was meant more than winning it somewhere else.
1: That's a remarkable it, statement. It really is. And you know what? You could make the case. He knew that question would be asked and that'd be a good staged answer. I think he genuinely I me meant too. To. I,
2: I, I I think that when you are I mean, I don't know. We've 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 worked with Russell Wilson for the last two years, so maybe the statement is 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 incorrect. I think that when you get into those moments that you can't always count on happening and there is some doubt about it. I think that it is such an overwhelming moment that it's truth serum. I, I mean, I I, I just I, I think that stage dancers probably don't work when you think because you don't know if you're getting in. I mean, Todd even mentioned he said, I didn't know if the phone was going to ring. I don't think that was grandstanding.
1: I think that he there was maybe some doubt. There, I think there was doubt, but I think he knew it was close after the first mm-hmm. year. Sure, in which he got roughly sixteen and a half percent of the vote. And I, my numbers could be off. No, you're right on target. That's okay. exactly what it was. With that, this is his sixth year. Year two, three, and four. Yeah. Honestly, there was no reason to have the entire family in the living room. Right, because it would it would turn out to be. Excuse me, dating myself for anybody who gets this good on you, it would be a Peter Brady party. <laughs> and if you get that reference, good on you. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Alex is looking at me like I have 15 heads. Essentially, a Peter Brady party, is Peter Brady from the Brady Bunch had a party, invited all of his friends to come, and because he wasn't well-liked, literally nobody showed. Yeah. And he's standing there, like in this birthday leisure suit. There's nobody in the room. There are balloons and you know, all kinds of food. And he's standing there by himself. That's a Peter Brady party. Fortunately, he had uh, two more brothers and then three stepsisters. And then, of course, you have Alice and then the dog and the two parents who made it a party. (laughs) Point Point is, those would have been Peter Brady parties. Yeah. Okay. Once last year happened, where he, he knew he was close. I don't know if everybody was in the room, but this year everybody should have been in the room, yeah, because everybody knew that it was close. Yeah, this was going to be his best shot. Yes, right, especially
2: after missing only by eleven votes last year. So I mean, uh, it, yeah, it, it seemed like a good like a good thing, but I loved his, uh, and and I've never been in a in a interview situation with Todd Helton, um. I generally like guys with his kind of intensity. I'm talking about competitively. Yeah. I generally like that kind of 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 athlete, um, but I thought that he was very. I, I just thought he was very appreciative. I thought he was very humbled. I thought that he was was genuinely affected by the moment,
1: and why wouldn't he be? Adrian Beltre knew he was getting in. Yes, that was a foregone conclusion. Joe Mauer had a pretty good idea he was going to get in. Mm-hmm. For Todd, it wasn't a surprise. But when you've been, when you've had the door slammed in your face five times, yeah. you better not go in there with, uh, with, with a healthy ego, thinking, okay, it's my turn this time. So good for him. Coming up after the break, we talked about that trade that did not happen. Mm-hmm. The, the saying is sometimes the best trades are the ones that never happen. People look at Todd Helton as the greatest Rocky of all time, and he played his whole career here. What if he was traded in 2007? Mm. Would he still be looked at today as the greatest Rocky of all time had he been traded? That's next.
2: walk straight through hell with a smile. I see a bad moon
0: Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter mazda Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard
1: Casino Sports Desk. Here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auction's Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. Today, there was an auction for computers, thousands of sports cards, golf equipment, workout equipment, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, if you drive a truck or a 4x4, you need to know about high country performance 4x4. Chances are you already do. But if you don't, let me tell you a little bit about them. They sell the top brands out there, okay? So they have a great retail store, but that's not what makes them special, although it's great to have the top brands, right? They do rebuilds, seasonal inspections, custom fabrication, and a lot more. I have met their staff, and the work they do is nothing short of breathtaking. If you want the best-looking 4x4 or truck in the neighborhood, if you want the highest performing truck or 4x4 in the neighborhood, you got to go there. Just go to their website, hcp4x4.com, which is hcp4x4.com, and check out the work they do. And it just jumps off the page. This is the place you need to go. There are a lot of places out there that do similar things that they do, but High Country Performance 4x4 is one stop shopping. They do everything. High Country Performance 4x4, you can find them in Englewood. And man, they've been building really cool stuff since 1980. Time now for The Buzz.
0: The Buzz is presented by High Country Performance 4x4 in Englewood. Colorado's premier one-stop shop for anything and everything 4x4s and trucks. High Country Performance 4x4, building cool since 1980. Go to hcp4x4.com.
1: So, just a programming reminder, coming up at the top of the hour, Dan O'Dowd, longtime Rockies general manager, will be joining us on the show to talk about Todd Todd Helton going into the Hall of Fame. Uh, Back in 2007, he was in pretty serious discussions with the Boston Red Sox about trading Todd Helton to the um, Boston Red Sox. Mm -hmm. It was my understanding Mike Lowell was actually part of that deal. Julian Tavares as well. But the deal did not go through. If the deal did go through, Todd Helton would have spent ten and a half years with the Rockies. To put this in perspective, Nolan Arenado played eight years with the Rockies. It is my contention, I understand people say Todd Helton is the greatest Rocky of all time. No, he isn't. It is Nolan Arenado, period. And yes, better than Larry Walker. Nolan Arenado, unless you have those ink-stained wretches saying, Nolan shouldn't go on in the first ballot because nobody should go in on the first ballot. He's easily a second ballot hall of famer. And it's no disrespect to Todd. He's a hall of famer. No disrespect to Larry. He's a hall of famer. But with that, if he didn't finish his whole career here talking about Helton, would we be looking at him with the same affinity that we do now because he played his whole career? No,
2: here? no. And I think that that's a natural thing. I mean, if you play 10 years in a place, You play a 17 year career in Nolan Arenado's case. He's going to play eight years in Colorado, going to probably play eight years somewhere else, combination of St. Louis and fill in the blank. Um, and yes, you do have a different view. I I mean, Nolan Aronado is my favorite Colorado Rocky. Um, but he was the
1: most accessible, too. He was fan.
2: uh, Well, Uh, just just fantastic of
1: the three. Yeah. Um, My understanding, I didn't cover Larry. Larry was not pleasant to cover.
2: Yeah, that that has been the information that I have
1: received. And I never covered Larry Walker, although I think we may have crossed over by maybe a half a season. Uh Todd was difficult. Yeah. That's Todd's personality. He doesn't apologize for it, and that's cool. Nolan was far more approachable. Oh, my
2: God. Yeah, you could get Nolan. it, it, It was very rare that he waved you off. Right. And, and that means from spring training to regular season to a tough game, the way that it was lost. Uh, he strikes out at the plate with the winning run at second. I mean, he was always there
1: to talk. And you know who else was on that team? And outside of Peyton Manning, this guy is the most intense athlete I have ever been around. But always accessible. And that was Troy Tulowitzki. Yeah. Really fiery, intense, like laser beams, red laser beams would come out of his eyes. That's how intense that he was. Well, he and Helton should have been pretty good teammates. What's that? He and who? He
2: and Todd Helton should have been good teammates.
1: Yeah, but sometimes you can clash. You can. When when you are like high intensity. I I will tell you this. I know this as fact because a player in the locker room told me this. Troy wanted you to do things his way. If you didn't work out the way he worked out, you didn't work out the right way correctly. Here's a wonderful story that Kelly McGregor told me, the late Kelly McGregor before he passed. Troy Tulowitzki is a rookie in 2007, I believe it was. Can you look that up? I think it's 2007, might have been 2006. It was right in that time frame. Okay. And they're having a team meeting. And back then, and this is according to Kelly, They had like a keg in the locker room, not sitting in the middle of the locker room, but, you know, sitting in the eating area, whatever you want to call it. And the conversation was going on. And what Kelly told me was Troy stood up as a rookie in the middle of the team meeting as a rookie and said, what the hell do we need beer for in this locker room? We are here to win games. We are not here to drink beer before the game, during the game, or after the game. We are here to win baseball games. That was Troy Tulowitzki as a rookie. Can you imagine what he was like after that? Yeah. Well, he was, and he was a remarkable talent that just never quite got there with it. And it's funny when we talk about the Mount Rushmore of Denver, if we're going to pick a player from each team, the best player is Nolan Arenado. But it's really hard not to put Helton there because he played his full career here. It means something.
2: And you're absolutely right. I, I, it, Seventeen years means something. It means, I mean, I do think that we look at players, fairly or unfairly, that have played their entire career with one team differently than we do look at other players. Not that we look at other players as mercenaries or things of that nature. This is the way things are now. Free agency has changed things. It has in all sports. There is the latitude that players enjoy and have earned to go uh, to the best suitor and to make as much money as they possibly can in a short amount of time. I don't have, unlike a lot of people, I have no problem with Nolan Arenado um, quote-unquote forcing the hand of the Rockies to trade him to the Cardinals.
1: People will disagree with me on this, and I've had multiple conversations with people about this. I am not, by the way, when I, say, when I say what I'm about to say, I am not referring to Tony Dorsett, who had a cup of coffee here. Right. Okay? John Elway is the most important figure in the history of the Denver Broncos. People by default will say, John Elway is the greatest quarterback to ever put on a Broncos uniform. Mm. And no, he isn't. It's Peyton Manning. Yeah. And granted, now Manning played here four years. That's a big enough sample size, big enough to get him in the ring of fame because you have to play her for years, right? right? With that, Peyton Manning was great, outstanding, the best in the world, essentially for two and a half years. The second half of 2014, not so much. And then 2015, we don't need to get into. The point is, it's really the same thing about Nolan Arenado and Todd Helton. It's the same thing. He's not the greatest player to ever put on a Rockies uniform. Nolan Arenado is. But You think to yourself as you, I don't know, for lack of a better phrase, want to be sentimental about it, Mm -hmm. You you pick Helton and Elway. And I understand why you do. But if we're truly talking about the greatest, it's Arenado and it is Manning.
2: But there will be a place in the heart of fans for the guy that has spent the whole career here.
1: I, I do believe that that's a real thing. Joe Sackick played his whole career here in right. Denver. Right, He is one of those guys. You hope it is going to be Nikola Jokic or Jamal Murray. There is a lot of weight put on a guy when you draft him mm-hmm. and then watch him grow up, and then he leaves the same house. He walks out of the same door that he walked in on.
2: Yeah. No, you're right. And it's and so Todd Helton and and you leave it for the bar room to debate this player over that player. I tend to agree with you. I think Nolan Arenado is the best, certainly the best Rocky I've ever seen, without question. Uh, And you can look at the eight years that he spent here and make a pretty good argument
1: that those eight years pretty much supersede just about anybody's career. Coming up after the break, um, so Todd Helton is now going into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Randy Gratishar will likely, barring a major snafu, is going into the Hall of Fame. Who's going into the Hall of Fame next for the Broncos? Next for the Rockies? Next for the Nuggets? Next for the Avalanche? That's next. Next.
0: Goodbye. every time i think about it I cry morning drive with goodman and hurdle presented by silter har mazda a no pressure buying experience in broomfield at silter har mazda find them at sthmazda.com. live from the sasquatch casino and wildcard casino sports
1: desk here's eric and bruce Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at mileisports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman today. There's an auction for computers, thousands of sports trading cards, golf equipment, bicycles, Apple TVs, workout equipment, and more. Auction is open right now at rollerauction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com/MHS. Time now for What's Trending.
0: What's Trending is presented by Roller Auctions. Get what you want at the price you want. Go to rowerauctioncom slash MHS, and they'll send you notifications
1: on their latest auctions. So Todd Helton going into the Hall of Fame later this summer. We are expecting Randy Gratishar to be rubber stamped into the Hall of Fame later this summer as well. Let's talk about our four major professional sports teams. We will start with the Broncos. Who do you think is next to go into the Hall of Fame? If I had to bet on it, it would be Vaughn. Now, you could pick Shanahan, too, if you want to. Then I'll take Mike, because Vaughn's got to wait for a bit. Well, I think he'll probably retire after this season, Mm -hmm. after the season that he had. Yep. And then he'll have to wait five years. So the question is, do you believe... I think Mike will get in before then, yeah. I think what will help him is Kyle winning a Super Bowl. Ah, okay. I think that will be the extra nudge do I believe Mike Shanahan should go into the Hall of Fame I can make an argument for him mm-hmm. and I can make an argument against him I'll give you another guy the question is do you really think he is a Denver Bronco Akib Tlaib he's a lot he's a man for many seasons and many teams he is but he played four years here which qualifies him for the ring yeah. of fame And he was excellent when he was here. Do you think he
2: considers himself a Tampa Bay Buccaneer or a New England Patriot or
1: a Bronco? I mean, I don't know. That's a great question. I think his loyalty lies with Chris Harris, TJ Ward, and Darian No-fly zone. And I think that's how he identifies himself now. I think you're... I, I bet... It is very conceivable. And he has been out of the game for, what, a couple of years now? Mm -hmm. So he's three years away. He's not going to be a first ballot guy. Let's make that really clear. Right. I'd be stunned if he is. He will have to wait five, six, seven ballots. But he'll get in. I I think he should get in. Yeah, I think he'll get in. I think he should get in. The problem for Mike Shanahan is you're not voting in a coach. You're voting in a category. And it's a builder's category, isn't it? Yep. And there are a lot of guys on there oh, no, that should right. that should be in. Yes. So I think the road is harder for Shanahan to get in. Vaughn's a first ballot guy. Yep. With that, Rockies. Nolan. I think so, too. A- a- that's a slam dunk because who would be after that? Chris Bryant. I'm kidding.
2: Let's move on. <laughs> Nuggets. Not for certainly anything that he's done or not done in Colorado.
1: Who's the next Nuggets player to go in the Hall of Fame? You know, I mean, I think it's going to be Nikola Jokic. No. No? No. Okay. Now, if you're saying he played his whole career with one team, that's one thing. Carmelo's going into the Hall of Fame in two years. Ah. And he's a slam dunk first ballot guy. That's not even debatable. Is he a Nugget or a Nick? Well, you don't go in with a hat. No, you don't. He identifies himself more with New York, even though he played one less year in New York. Yeah. And the reason why he identifies himself in New York, he's an East Coast guy. He grew up in Baltimore.
2: I, I totally get I don't. I don't hold it against him in any fashion at all. If, I just wonder whether or not,
1: What do you, like out there in the bastions. Well, think about this for a second. I believe this is true. If you can look this up, Alex, the Knicks have already retired his number. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's willing to retire your number, mm-hmm. where's your loyalty kind of lie? Yeah. But he is the next guy. who He played for the Nuggets for, what, seven, eight years?
2: You know something? I, I, I should have thought of Melo, and I didn't. He, and I didn't because I consider him a Nick. Think
1: about this for a second. He is the only retired player currently on the NBA's 75th anniversary team who is not in the Hall of Fame. And that's because he's not eligible yet. Right. Only reason why. The hard one in theory is who is next for the avalanche. Yeah. Because you can make the case that's years away with McCarr, McKinnon more than likely, yeah. and maybe Ranton. Yeah. Me. yeah, yeah.
2: I think well, and isn't McKinnon would be at the top of the line because he's I, I don't know, you would think that he would be he's the oldest. Yeah, whoever retires right, first. Right. So
1: the, the race to the Hall of Fame is whoever retires first. But do you
2: but do you have a sneaky? Do you have
1: a sneaky candidate for the Avs? You can make a case for him, but I don't think he's gonna get in. Okay. And that's Milan Hayduke. Okay. They did not retire Carmelo. Yeah. Okay. I read that they did. But even so, he identifies with the Knicks. I identify
2: anyway. him as a Knicks. Right. Don't you think most basketball fans would say he played for the Knicks?
1: They do. Yeah. I think so too. They do. And yeah. and with the way things ended here, so on and so yeah. forth. Milan Hayduke um, was a great Ave. Mm-hmm. I believe his number is retired, isn't he, it?
2: That he is.
1: Yes, okay. that one I know. But I don't think he's going to get into the Hall of Fame. Mm. There's another guy who you could make the case w- would go into the Hall of Fame because he was with the Avs for, what, three, four years. But I don't think he'll ever get into the Hall of Fame, which is unfortunate. And unfortunately, it's his own doing. And that is Joel Quenville. Mm. Joel Quenville is a Hall of Fame coach the problem is he ignored a sexual assault allegation when he was the head coach of the Blackhawks it came to light when he was at the Panthers he unceremoniously resigned and apologized for it and I don't think the NHL Hall of Fame will ever let him in I I guess understandably right so it leads you to McCar McKinnon or Ratnan Bottom line is if you don't look at Mello as a member of the Nuggets, which you should, mm-hmm. but if you choose not to, mm-hmm. Arenado is a ways away. Yep. Okay. Um Jokic, you would hope, is a ways away. McCar is a ways away. Mm-hmm. Now, if we're going to be completely fair about this, okay, I understand how things ended with Carmelo Anthony. Where, do you think people are upset with him that he demanded a trade? Or are you upset with him that he demanded a window to one team for the Nuggets? What makes you more upset?
2: That he demanded a trade?
1: Good. Then you better hate Nolan Arenado too. Because he did the same damn thing. He did the same thing. He demanded a trade. And that's why I asked you that question. To me... To me, that he demanded a trade, I don't have a problem with. The Nuggets were going to go into a rebuilding mode anyway. And from my understanding, that's what he was told, and that's why he wanted to leave, right? Mm -hmm. People empathize with Nolan Arenado. Why? He demanded a trade. Carmelo signed a second contract. Nolan signed a huge second contract. Mm -hmm. But more people are upset with the Rockies because of what they got in return or basically all the cash that they gave away. You mean what they didn't get in return, right? There's situations, if you want to look at it in black and white, they both demanded trades. So why are people so upset with Mello and not upset with Nolan?
2: Because I think Mello has continued to open his mouth
1: and say... No, the vitriol was real the day that it okay, happened.
2: Okay, see, I wasn't here, but he continues to say somewhat
1: incendiary thing what he has said years later does not change how people felt the day that he was traded yeah people were livid that he demanded a trade and then on top of it he really only wanted to go to new york that's why i asked you alex that question for nolan he's mellow stayed quiet during that whole mm-hmm. period he never said i'm demanding a trade to the best of my knowledge mm-hmm. he wasn't you know, overt about it. Get me the hell out of here. I hate Denver. He never said any of that stuff because it's not his personality. Right now that he's older and he feels more secure with who he is, now he doesn't mind speaking his mind. But both of them demanded trades. Yeah, and I'm not trying.
2: And to... And I don't know if the circumstances were exactly apple to apple. Why? I mean, what's the difference? Well, you're coming up with the with the end result. They both demanded trades. I I think that people, and I don't know about. Carmelo, but I would imagine that people weren't very sympathetic to Carmelo. They weren't. I think that there was an element of the bad team. fans that were a little more sympathetic
1: yes. to Nolan Arenado. This is a bad team. Get him out of here. Allow him uh, to win a championship. I, yada, think, yada, yada, yada. I think
2: people blamed the, the Rockies themselves for... I, I think, to me, the biggest thing that is still fascinating to me is that they attached $51 million yeah. to Nolan Arenado on that trade. Right that to me is, it's not, I don't even remember the Nolan forcing their hands. I just think of the way that the, that the Rockies got out from, from underneath him. Like you, why would you want to do that with a hall of fame player? But okay, fine. But then,
1: Sent along $51 million for good measure. It's a combination of a lot of things. Mello was seen as selfish on the court, Mm -hmm. didn't maximize his potential, didn't rebound enough, didn't pass enough, didn't play enough defense. Nolan did everything. He did everything, and he was a team player. That's right. And so that factors into the equation. That's a key ingredient in the pot of gumbo. But the truth is, when you boil it down to one thing, both demanded a trade, period. What do we have coming up on, just in case you missed it? Nuggets
2: stayed hot on their five-game road trip last night in Indiana. And other than Todd Helton, we'll reflect on our baseball's 2024 Hall of Fame class. That's next on Morning Drive with Goodman (laughs) and Hurdle on Mile High Sports.
0: With Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silter Mazda. A no pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wild Card Casino Sports Desk. Here's Eric and Bruce.
1: Welcome back, Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, mylifesports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auction Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman today. There's an auction for computers, thousands of sports cards, golf equipment, bicycles, Apple TVs, workout equipment, and more. Auction is open at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for the final word.
0: The final word is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it, presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Alrighty, just in case you missed it, Nuggets got their third straight road win by beating the Pacers 114-109 in Pascal Siakam's home debut for Indiana. Uh, Jokic and Murray both scored 31 points apiece, and Jokic recorded his 13th triple-double of the season while hitting some clutch shots late in the game. Uh, How do you feel about last night's victory?
2: Well, they shot 24 for 43 between them, so not as high a percentage as they usually do, but 62 points. Uh, carries the day no pluses off the bench Reggie Jackson had a nice night a nice line with 13 points in 24 minutes but no pluses again off the bench huge third quarter and you got to kind of hold on at the end but that's kind of what the NBA is that's 14 road wins by the way now for the Nuggets who started the day yesterday with the exact same record as the Colorado Avalanche Both 30
1: and 14. Nuggets, 31 and 14 now with 14 road wins. I know it's only two games, and I'm certainly not concerned, although it's going to sound like I am. I don't like the fact that Jokic and Murray are literally carrying that team right now. And in the last couple of games, there's been very little input from Aaron Gordon and MPJ.
2: That's fair. They've got to be guys. Right. Yeah, you can't have... well. I mean, you can. You won on the road last night, 114 to 109. But to your point, you don't want to have to consistently prop up two players that you count on.
1: That was Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, you can walk into any store, try out the appliances before you buy them. You want to redesign your entire kitchen. They have a staff that can actually help you do that. If you go to their locations in Louisville and Littleton, they have a showroom. And tons of different kitchens that are set up. So super cool. And that could be your kitchen plus you go to their clearance center and get extra low pricing on high end appliances bruce you've done that i have done that as well a mountain high appliance mountain high appliance you can find them in Louisville, littleton you can also find their clearance center in denver coming up after the break dan o'dowd former rockies general manager joins us next to talk about todd helton going into the hall of fame